So tonight I'm meeting a senior designer who I met at a She Says event. She was asking about the balance between a career and having a family and therefore I wanted to get her perspective as a fairly new mum. I want to hear how things are going and whether she's facing any particular challenges. I was reading an article about, um, they did a video where they had like escalators Yeah. and um, it was a whole thing about uh, how women can't climb up the ladder as fast as uh, men. Yeah. So what they did was they t- they closed down the tube and they had escalators so the tube would arrive right and yeah. they only there was a guy who was only allowing men to go up the escalators and he was forcing the women to go up the stairs. Right. I'll send you that link. And the women were like, what the hell? You know why? Right. And like, sorry, sorry, it's only for men, only for men. So the men were going up the escalators pretty fast yeah. and the women were like panting and it was to show how much of a struggle and harder it yeah, is to reach the, the ladder. top compared. And they even had one where it was a mum with a pram and she was like, this is ridiculous. And they're, you're just seeing people like trying to help her mother, women, carry yeah. the pram up the stairs. Um, and it was the mayor of London who did this um, campaign thing. That's really good, isn't he it? he wants to encourage... Um, like, giving that awareness. Yeah, he is, yeah. So, um, and he's trying to force companies to hire mums back and stuff because there's a massive drop-off when you become a mum yeah. to returning back to the company because they just don't encourage you to come back. No. Um, and Why do you think they don't encourage you? To well, come back? in my example, for example, in my company, um, as soon as I announced I was pregnant, right, uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, that's great, great news, happy," you know. You know yeah. But then there's like that panic you could see it in their face. Uh, what are they going to do? Um, so, as soon as I said I'm pregnant, right, I've got nine months. Like I've got like eight months, let's say whatever. I've got eight months in front, right. So they're like, okay, um, well, there's no point to do any more like reviews and stuff. So you know, I've had a six month review, like where you set objectives and stuff like that. They um, they just stopped. Like there was no there was no more reviews. There was no thing about talking about what I'm gonna do in the next few months. You know, yeah. uh, because they didn't see the point of it. Because they're like, oh, you're gonna go, and that is terrible. Because in the sense that, so you're saying that the work that I do for the next eight months does not count. worthy. Yeah, doesn't count. Like it's it won't count for a promotion or for like a raise or for anything. Does that mean like I have to start all over again when I come back? Like yeah. I still got good. Eight months, seven months, six months, that's a lot of work. As a normal human being, yeah. I'm, I'm but just but pregnant. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. So, but, but my boss didn't think, because he's, yeah. like he's a guy who, um, even though he has kids, but he's like a guy who's just used to like the way things are and doesn't, you know. So he didn't think there was a point of being, which is ridiculous, like you've got other companies like Google and Facebook, they still promote you even though you're pregnant, you still go up, you still, you know, these, yeah. life goes on, right? I've read an article recently actually about. Um, a woman who, I think it's over in America, I think she was at BBH, and she found out that she was pregnant yeah. at the same time as she got um, called up for a job offer at 72 and Sunny. Yeah. And um, she was like, oh God, what do I do? And she went, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. Because at this early stage, yeah. I could I could still lose the exactly. baby, or I could still, I might not even like the sound exactly. of the job, so I'm just going to go for it. It's and three month probation anyway. It's yeah, like and um, you never know, right? So she went for the interview and it went really well, she kept calling, kept calling back and calling back, and she was like, this is going really well, I am still okay, like, this is all, and at what, she was like, oh, at what point do I tell them that yeah. I'm pregnant? And like, she told them, and they was like, yeah, that's fine, we still want you. Definitely, Fantastic. like you're yeah. amazing. Like, why wouldn't we want you? Exactly. And it's like that's that's really good. Fantastic. And women shouldn't be yeah. scared of that because it's like you're hiring me on my credentials, and I will still yeah. do the job as I'm meant to. So why not? So did you question it at so, the time? Or? No, well, but no, because that's the thing. I was very inexperienced in the sense because 
Yeah. This was the first time. See, that is what that, that's an advice I give someone now. For example, if that happened to them back then, there was it was my first time. I didn't yeah. know, and I knew that advertising generally is quite funny about these things, yeah. like our field. And I didn't really know generally how they would take it by me telling them they're pregnant. Like, so it's very all this was very new. And you know how sometimes when you experience something for the first time and you have no knowledge about it, because yeah. back then I had no knowledge. I hadn't done my my research on the matter, but you know what it's like having children. I didn't go to read my rights. Like one of the most important things to know with your advising yeah. company, what do I have? I can't even know that my company didn't have maternity pay because in an interview you never ask. Um, I never asked like. Do you, do you have do you do Because yeah. that's what you want to mention in an interview, you know, because you're yeah. worried like it's up, oh, because it might sound like you're coming here and then you're going to get pregnant. And you say the things yeah. you don't ask, right? And because um, I worked abroad, so I, came, I worked in Greece, and in Greece, maternity pay is given. Yeah. Like it's part of the culture thing, so oh, really? so it's it's. I thought it was a norm for a company. You don't ask yeah. for it to see it in the contract because it's the norm. Is it so the it's norm? Do you have to have been there like a couple of years or anything, or is um, it literally just that is just the norm? I don't then? remember to be honest. I think I think maybe I might have closed a year, but I think it's like also the norm. Like there, it's. I just knew that maternity wow. exists, right? Yeah. So it wasn't something that I expected to see written in the contract. Yeah. I didn't, and I thought London was more progressive about these things right so because there are more laws and more rules here right um so i just assumed there was part in the contract which was a mistake right? yeah. because it's not apparently you know yeah. so um um so there's a lot of things that came to me like whoa i didn't know this oh my god how am i gonna pay for this i didn't yeah. there's a lot of things i didn't realize that i learned at the time um so i didn't i think i was more shocked about certain things and when I heard that, I didn't really comment about it that much. I just said, ah, okay, I understand, kind of thing. But now, looking back, I'm actually quite angry about it, about yeah. myself. Like, I should have had, I should have known about it, I should have said to my boss, um, what are you talking about? So you're saying that none of my next nine months is, um, is the matter, like, what yeah. the hell? You know, like, what yeah. the hell? And I also remember, like, the last meeting we had, like, a few weeks before my end, um, Cause I was really good. I never. I was like. I had a good pregnancy, so I was quite lucky compared to other um, uh, women. So I never. Um, I never missed work. I was always there, and I. I worked till the end, like till a week before I gave birth. And my boss is so really? worried. He's like, he keeps telling me, like, you know, you're getting really big and really hairy, and you know, uh, you should be coming in. <laughs> I think he's worried if something happened. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. The company. Like, I don't want exactly. to give him exactly. Exactly. Kind he's of like, yeah. he's like, seriously, you know, you've got to stop. And I was like, no, I can still do it. I'm fine. Like, I'm great you know like you know I don't want to you know because also I wanted to, to work till the end so that I can keep because once you start I wanted to keep my days for after okay so the earlier you stop the less you get to stay so I was trying to make it till the end but I was also okay to do it and stuff so towards last week he was like um you know with the last conversation of uh, what are we going to do when you, you know what what's your plan about something about when you come back and stuff like that but it was very vague because he's like he'd ask me like what would you want to do when you come back and then he'd be like but then no, you can't really answer that because you don't know right and then you probably just want to stay with your baby afterwards you know who knows you know you might not want to come back so he wasn't trying to encourage me to come back it yeah. was more about um i mean obviously we want you to but you, you'll see that things will change a lot like you know i've had kids and things are crazy and you know you'll see that probably you won't want to or this and do you I'm feel like he's putting words in your mouth a little bit well, I think he was thinking about how he's experienced it yeah. more. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to think about it in a bad way. I mean, no, no, no. I think, I think that a lot of them are a bit more about. I think a lot of things that are said at work comments are made out of ignorance rather than 
being like devious, like yeah, me. Like, yeah. I, I like to believe that it's yeah. more about ignorance and stuff. Really wanted to know a bit like if I was gonna come back six months, nine months, or a year because he wanted to know the person they're gonna hire. How long is gonna place? Exactly. So that was his concern, right? But it was also it's a weird question to ask because I haven't been on. I'm first of all I'm a first time mom, mm -hmm. so I have no idea how things work. I have no idea. I can say whatever, and then I don't know what baby I'm gonna have. I don't know if my baby will need me for the whole year. If I want to come back in six months, a year, or who knows? If there's something wrong with baby. I might need to take like two years off or three years off. Like, yeah. I, it's a really hard question, right? But he was more taking it of me not coming back rather than stay. Yeah. But because he had to also be politically correct, he was like, I don't know, but you know what I mean. Like, obviously, we wanted to come back, but you know how things are. The babies aren't predictable. So yeah. it, it didn't feel very encouraging to yeah. come back. And um, so that's that's a bit tricky, right? So you've got to be like, you got to put your foot down. You've got to like be. Like demanding, like, look, you know, I want the next nine months. Yeah. Um, I want to do this. I want to be accomplished. If I want to work nine months for you, I want to make sure that we have objects, that and these objectives count for something. Yeah. Which I know now, right? I didn't think about it back then. At the time, yeah. Back then, at the time, you're thinking, oh, I hope my pregnancy goes well. I've got to you know, focus on this now. I've got to focus on how I'm going to resolve the fact that we've got no maternity pay. You know, yeah. there's other stuff you have to worry about. So you don't think about these things, which is a mistake. Like now, if I did things differently, um, every day that you work for someone should count, right? Yeah. And, um, and when you come back, like, you want to hit the ground running because you've been absent for a year. Um, so you want to... Um, know what you're aiming for, really. Exactly. Because yeah. you, you're, you're sacrificing the time you're spending with your child, right? Yeah. So when you come back, you want everything that you work for and everything you do to count. Yeah. So... Um, so did you have that when you got back? So when did I got you back... So down? when I got back, they, they, I had a meeting and they were like... Um, is this yeah. yeah. Okay. So when I came back, right, they we had a meeting, and it was like, um, uh, we're really excited that you're back. We really need a senior in the group. Um, you know, we we're so happy to have you back. Um, but it felt like it felt like the projects I was doing didn't match the senior the level. Your like expertise. Exactly. Yeah. Like I was giving stuff that were very juniory. Yeah. Stuff. Um, I think probably in their heads because they didn't want they wanted to like ease me in, yeah. they didn't want to challenge me, you know, um, they would you because yeah. I because I did make it clear that it, um, that I don't mind where I work like I'm I'm really excited to be back. I really want to hit the ground running, but I have to leave at five thirty because of nursery, right? I've got to go pick up because nursery they um, they charge you like ten pounds for every fifteen minutes you're late because wow. the staff has to stay back. So it's really important that you're on time there, yeah. and also. It's devastating for the child when they're the last ones there. Yeah. Because you walk in, they've seen so many parents come in and pick up the and child. They and they they're think they're not going to... They're just, exactly. Yeah. So it's really important to be there, right? Um, so I didn't make that clear. So maybe that was um, a reason An why. An element, yeah. Um, but and then it was like a month. Usually you set objectives, right, in the beginning of your time so that in a few months you can then go back and see what you've done, yeah. right? So I... A month went by and I wasn't... I never had that meeting, so it felt like another month went by. So I had my nine months where nothing was counted for. Yeah. And then I had a month in, right, where I was working pretty hard, right, and balancing everything, where I hadn't set any objectives. So again, all that work was going, you know, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't accountable, right? So I went back and I said to my um, my line manager, I'm like, are we not going to set up, I really want to set up a meeting where we set my objectives. Like, I want things to, to count, right? 
and in his head he was like, oh, sorry, I didn't do it because I didn't want to push you. I was gonna, I was planning on doing it, like you know, I was wanted to give you like a month to kind of sell in and you know get back. Yeah. And so he, in his head, he wanted to ease me in. Yeah. But in my head, it was like, I've just wasted a month, though. You know, like I want everything to count, right? It, time is important to me now. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what happens with when you have a baby. Like suddenly, time really matters. Yeah. A lot more than what it used to before, you know. Um, so he, he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize it meant you know that much to you. So then we had that. So that's why you have to sometimes voice things, right? And that's why yeah. sometimes I think it's it's really more about the lack of knowledge. Yeah. Because um, he's a guy. They just make assumptions. Yeah, and my line yeah. exactly make assumptions. And my line manager isn't. Um, uh, he was no longer my creative director, so he was my line manager. who's an associate creative director. Right. He doesn't have children, so it's it's new for him, right? He doesn't. Yeah. He himself doesn't understand it. Um, so we had our meeting, right, and I was like, um, I really want to hit, you know, I want to hit the ground running, I've taken a year out, um, I've been a senior designer for a really long time, right, um, so in any case, before I went on maternity, I was ready to kind of like make that next leap, yeah. to design director, to associate creative director, right, so I was like, really clear, so I was like, tell me what is the next level, because I know there's a lot of change in the company, and people were promoted. And in my company, we have an executive creative director, a creative director, and three associate creative directors right. for a very small, you know, team. team yeah. um, and there used to be a design director, but that got that vanished because then suddenly they all became associate directors, right? So I wasn't really sure what is the next level, right? So I, I was like really clear, like he's like, well, what objectives? Like, what is it you want to do? You know, what do you want for your future? What are your dreams? What are, you know, which are like. Great question, but they also feel a bit like fluff, right? You know, yeah. Like, do you genuinely want to know? Like, do you genuinely care about my dreams? Do you want to yeah. invest in it? So I was like, what is the next level after senior designer? Because I know there's three already associate creative directors, and there's already a creative director, and there's already an executive creative director. Yeah. So what is honestly the next level that I can progress to? Um, so you tell me what that level is, and then. I, then tell me what the objectives are for me to meet that. So give me something that is tangible, right? Yeah. Um, so that is where it felt a bit, or uh, you know, um, I don't really know. I've got to go back and discuss it because there is that design director position, but it doesn't really. Ex- it there is, but there isn't. You know, like there is that position, but we haven't really put anyone in. So it was, it was a bit. It was a bit weird. weird. It was a yeah. bit weird. Yeah. And it was only then that things started hitting, like, you know, is this normal? Is it is this something you would have said to someone else? Yeah. Is this something you would have said to, to a guy? Is it, you know... Is it me specifically? Is it me specifically? Yeah. Because you, know, you start thinking, right? Has, have I hit, as a designer in this agency, a glass roof? Yeah, yeah. You know, how can there not be progression in the company, right? Is there, there's well, not progression? Say, if you're saying there is a job there, but they've not exactly. like, discussed um, it. Exactly. So I'm yeah. like, look, you don't have to answer now, obviously, you know. Um, um, what I'm letting you know in today's meeting is that I want to progress, right? Yeah. Um, the fact that I've had a child hasn't changed that. Yeah. Um, we will work away. I mean, the, the question, the, what matters is that I deliver, right? So, um, the fact that I leave at 5.30 on spot on. And I'm lucky because, let's say, in um, most daycares, they, they close at 6, right? Yeah. And which means you have to leave a lot earlier from work to make it, right? Yeah. So I've had a daycare that leaves at, that closes at six thirty, which allows me to stay till five thirty, which allows me to be there, you know. Um, 
and I always pick up work afterwards. Like if I have to, I, I you know, open the laptop at nine o'clock once the baby's gone to bed, yeah. and I carried on working because I'm quite, um, I am quite career focused. I'm quite, you know, motivated yeah. for something that matters to me. Um, yeah. So I told him you don't have to answer now. Go back, think about it, um, go discuss with it. Because I know we had to discuss a lot, right? With a wider group. It was a wider group, yeah. and there was a merging also in process. And the merging meant that there is the agency in Manchester that already has five creative directors. There's an agency in Liverpool that has so many. There is the agency in Edinburgh. There's the agency in Chicago. And obviously, part of the merging is also rethinking people's positions, structure. Yeah. Exactly, because suddenly you can't have. 20 creative directors and then five signs. No creatives. Exactly, like, exactly. So, fair enough, right? But you also have resolved the issue of people's progression within the company. So, he did come back, right? He had discussed it, and basically, he said along the lines that he used the merging as a reason um, that because of the merging and we're still redefining, you know, the position and what's going to happen, um, that in theory, that position doesn't exist yet, right? And it might in the future, but then again, for me, it's I mean, not a solid I, answer, is it? I mean, I understand, yeah, where it's coming from, and I understand that the merging does require a period of, um, of a great period where things aren't clear yet. But the question was, um, is this going to be a three month thing? Is it a year thing? Is it two years thing? Like, how long will you is it till you know, right? Yeah. That matters for me because I don't want to be here for another year and not get anywhere, or another two years and not know, right? Yeah. Um. So, but it, and so his answer was like, um. So th- that position exists, but doesn't exist, kind of a thing. Um. But regardless of that, we will set your objectives as if it was, and you can pretend that that position exists and follow those objectives. Because as a director, he has to give me objectives, right, yeah. to work towards. And he's like, so you can smash these objectives really well, do really well and stuff. And if that position ever opens up, you will have done all the things that you need to do to get to that position. Okay. And if it doesn't? So that's a thing, right? And again, because that, again, for me, is something new, right? Yeah. At that moment, at that time and time, I was like, I I wasn't really happy about it. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, yeah, that doesn't sound like it's ever going to happen kind of a thing, but... But on the other hand, I do get the, what merging means, and I'm thinking, try and be positive about it. Maybe you know, it's not coming from. I mean, the stuff that he's made me do to learn as an objective, you know, the objects I need to do, they they're great for me in any case, right? They're great for me when I took thought about it and I took a step back. They're great because I'm developing myself regardless yeah. of the position, right? So uh, I'm developing myself. I'm becoming a better an even better version of uh, a designer of what I am. Yeah. So which means that in the end, A, I might get a promotion, or I built myself up, which allows me to exactly to build on and stuff. So you have to kind of see it a bit positive. So that's another thing. So when you're on trend for a while, right, um, you get so into your mom role thing and stuff that you do there, and it just so much new things you have to learn, right, that I took a year I took a year out of maternity to, um, I took a year out to be with my baby because by law you can take a year, you don't yeah. have to take the whole year, you can take th- um, three months, six months and stuff. Two and weeks. Exactly, yeah. two weeks, exactly. Two, I think two weeks is the minimum or something like that. Um, and it, it depends on the company's also because if you've got maternity pay, people stay as long as they're paid for, right? Yeah. Or as long as your savings last, basically. Yeah. Um, I felt that 
my baby was really young to put in six months when because you, you're still breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, then this uh, the um, the tween uh, the, the the stage where you're trying to teach them how to eat food and stuff, the like weaning stage, yeah. right? Um, and it's a big concern because of allergies. You want to be able to feed them. You don't want to send them to a nursery where you don't know what's going to be fed exactly. or how they're going to react. Exactly. Yeah. You want to be a part of that ride and. And you want to live it, you know, that's why you have children, right? You don't have children to park them With somewhere. someone else, yeah. Exactly. Um, and I'll get back to what, you, I'll get back right. to what you've learned, what you learned yeah. from that. But being out of it, I was very nervous coming back also because I felt a year out that I forgot how to do my job. Like sometimes I would joke about with my husband, I don't even know where the power button is on the laptop anymore, right? Because <laughs> there's, you know. So I, I was quite nervous about have I forgotten everything? Do I still know how to do my job? You know, there's all that fear and stuff. Um, and and there's a lot, of, and I think that sometimes that fear is what doesn't allow moms to go back. Yeah. I think they're afraid sometimes to go back. They feel like they've um, they've forgotten it all. Yeah. And I think also employers feel the same way they feel like she's been out of it for a year you know they did that with advertising yeah. right? when you've been out for a year they're like you know I can't you're out of the loop you're out yeah. of the loop you're out of the thing but things don't change you're still a consumer right yeah um, so they kind of afraid you know maybe to hire you back and stuff um, but it's actually nonsense because it's it's you, it's like riding a bike again you know you go back and it all comes back to you. Um, I thought I'd forget how to use Photoshop or, you know, the yeah. and stuff. It all came back to me. Yeah. And the people, and if you are in a supportive team also, yeah. it's okay to be able to ask your, you know, your... Where's that again? Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, I remember there used to be a safe button. Where was that again? And then have someone say, oh, it's here, it's in file, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's what about, that's about company culture, right? Yeah. Um, being able to ask and being able to admit that you've forgotten something or not know something right, that's where training comes in. Yeah. But in, in my case, like it all came back to me from day one. It felt, when I went back, it felt like I had never left. Yeah. Um, and I actually felt like being me again, like before, like I even forgot I had a baby, you know. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it all comes back. And if anything, it's come back with additional new skills and, uh, and, and, and new insights to things because, um, what I realized is, and I didn't realize that before when people used to tell me, I think you've got to experience it. Um, when, I, when I had a baby, it basically, um, it gave me like a fresh view in life. It, it really broadened my, hori- broaden my horizons and yeah. stuff. Um, you reassess everything. You reassess like what matters and like in, in life. You reassess, uh, is this like really an issue I should be concerned about and worried about and actually like worry about it? And, you know, for a long time, or something like, come on, get over it, you know, there are more important issues, um, it's opened my eyes to lots of new products and markets and stuff, because as a mum now, I'm concerned about what my child eats, where my child goes, what, you know, public transport, is it accessible, yeah. is it not, like, there's a lot of things that you have never thought about, that you still have to experience, like, you know, what is the, the products I'm putting on my baby's creams, you know, yeah. are the diapers good, there's so many stuff, right, that you use, um, the, the the equipment that I use to I don't know um, wash the bottles or like yeah. you know there's so many things that you have never worried about it before um, even the stuff that I eat when you're breastfeeding the stuff that yeah. I put in my body the stuff that I use does it affect my baby or not so you are suddenly open to a, a massive new consumer market yeah and um, so you've got incredible insights that can be used for clients and and things because a lot of products require mums require yeah. parents right um 
then there are so many new additional skills that you've learned like multitasking is like the number one right because yeah. suddenly you are feeding a baby you're trying to put him to sleep you're also sending a message you're also ordering stuff online you're all doing everything at once right yeah. um you're um you are uh, other things are uh, your people skills right yeah. because learning how to communicate with a baby that doesn't speak yeah. in a language <laughs> and or a toddler now trying to convince him to do stuff right it's really hard, right? So your persuasion power a goes... Persuasion, yeah. Exactly, because you have to not only persuade them to, not, I don't know, wear their flip-flops in the winter, right? Yeah. Convince them to change into the right shoes and in time to get you out of the door to be on your appointment in time and have them happy is a massive thing and it's a massive skill when it comes to negotiations at work, when it comes to... Um, Trying to ma- convince someone else to buy Management at work, yeah. right? Because part of management is to make sure that everyone's happy yeah, but also convince them to do what you want, right? So yeah. it's a it's a it's a big thing, and it? it's a, a thing to be able to negotiate. Um, uh, so that's a great managerial skill, yeah. right? Um, creative problem solving, because you realise all the time that uh, oh, uh, the stairs I can't go up there with a with a the pram. How yeah. will I get it up? Or the fact that how am I going to entertain my baby? I don't have anything. I've just got like a box of um, cereal. I'll turn that into a music. Um, rattling thing yeah. so you you're constantly solving problems at home you're constantly something's always happening that you have to kind of resolve instantly yeah and that creative thinking that it takes to resolve that is a massive skill like it's, I think it's like I feel like my brain's opened up yeah. you know um, which is a massive skill there's the um, what, what else um, the, the instincts right so with child you you're, you've suddenly adopt like these um, futuristic instincts, if I can say, yeah. like you always, you kind of know that he's about to do something that he's not meant to do, right? Yeah. Like he, you can see that cheeky face. You can see, you can start reading expressions yeah. on the face, right? So I know that he's gonna go do something he's not meant to be doing, and he's gonna climb that shelf and fall, or he's gonna stick his finger in the plugs, or I'm, I can read now stuff, right? And again. So you learn to read expressions, you learn to read all these like um, invisible cues, right? To, to predict what they're going to do in the next five minutes. That again is immensely huge when you are showing your work to clients, right? Yeah. Can you, to read them. Is this... Um, are you saying... You know, are you, you actually saying what you, you feel? You can see it, yeah. right? And especially again, and in negotiating stuff, when you're able to read someone, you begin to understand them more. Um, it's made me I'm a little bit worried speaking to you now. I'm like, what is she reading into <laughs> no, exactly. me? <laughs> That's true, isn't it? Um, you, the empathy thing, which is very important now with today's comedy culture, it's you become you become more like the empathy level, which is exactly yeah. become a lot more empathetic. Um, I think when you become a parent, you become a lot more, I, I became a lot more vulnerable, a lot more emotional, a lot more compassionate, a lot more understanding. Um, because I, you walk sometimes on the streets and you see a toddler screaming, and there's just that nod with the parents that say, I understand, I've, it, yeah. I've been there, right? And there's this thing that I read once that there is no difficult client, right? If a client's difficult that day, um, and we kind of complain about, oh, it's such a difficult client. The empathy and being able to understand is, sometimes you might understand that he's actually had a very difficult, if you start talking to them, he's had a difficult day, and something might have happened at work that's caused them to be a pressure, or they got a pressure or something else. If you're able to understand what that is, you're able to resolve, because sometimes they're not very good at addressing what it is they want, 
Um, so they can't express that. They don't want to express that to you so that you can understand and come up with the right solution. So they're just telling you they don't like it, but they can't tell you why, right? And there's that frustration. So when there is um, empathy, and this is where it's a very good woman's skill, I think, but it's also, in, and you also get an extra dosage when we come and bother. It's the fact that as women, we tend to ask a lot of questions, we tend to talk a lot more, right? Yeah. So when we go into a meeting, there isn't that, we don't just sit around until the meeting starts, quite right. We actually start asking people, like, oh, you know, you start, you start talking about yourself, right? So you start saying, oh my God, I had it my child today, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. that opens up the other person's person, also yeah. parent. It's like, oh, me too, they've done this, right? And then, so immediately, you start talking about your personal lives and it creates a bond, right? Yeah. It creates that friend, friendlier zone, right? Or through that conversation, it they open themselves up to. I've had a really hard day today. This happened to me, and immediately you know where, where they, they are, are yeah. today. So you know then how to direct that conversation. Yeah. You realize today they're really tired or they're super stressed. I won't bore them with those five pages of extra stats. I'll get to the point. Or yeah. so there is that understanding. Reading which the just, room, yeah. Exactly, which just makes you a better presenter. It makes you. Um, a better director, like you know, it makes you. So, would you almost say now that you you feel even more deserving of like a promotion or being in that role as a mum than were before you as um, a mum because look, of I all those skills? I don't want to say ever that just because I'm mum, no. I I deserve something, right? Because uh, someone else, there are other people in the office that worked all day. Like, why are they not different? Just I don't want to become the other side where suddenly we are we just have to give a position to a mom we just have for diversity yeah, reasons yeah, yeah. you know I want it to be earned because I, I want it to be fair right for yeah. everyone too um, I'm just saying that uh, what I've like how I've seen my work change um, previously I I still do the same amount of work right but I have more I come back to work actually taking a year out and being able to reassess things and being able to learn so many new things and seeing a world from a different side, from different angles, um, has, I've come back to work with a fresher view and a lot more ideas, right? And the fact that, that I, I have been at home talking to a baby, the excitement of coming back talking to adults yeah. have made me want the more excited to get back into work yeah. and work just as hard. More invigorated um, almost. Exactly. And it's made me like... Um, uh, it's made me want to um, it's changed my design thinking right uh, the way I approach a brief and a project because I've become more motivated right I'm, more, I'm, more, more, I'm a lot more motivated um, in designing stuff that, that are for real people now yeah. that, are, that are more human centric that actually work I think when you're younger you it's a thing coming back to assumptions I used to assume what um, if I was given a brand right that was more yeah. say I would assume what that person would want, right? Without really being in their shoes, right? Yeah. Um, when you become a mum, you get that empathy as an extra, um, at an extra level. So I don't assume anymore. I know what to ask to, to actually be in Probably the public eye, to understand, yeah. and I want to live being in those. And most of the time, I've probably even lived it already, in yeah. those shoes. So that is value there, that is proper, like, user cons that's consumer in insight, isn't it? Um, and the fact that I want to design stuff that actually matter nowadays, because in advertisements a lot of love and design campaigns that yeah. we think are going to give us, you know, give us awards and whatever creatively, they don't really mean anything. They play for a few weeks and they've got they might have they might have had humour and they might have had a bit of an impact, you know, like a laughing. Um, 
for a while, but then it's gone, right? It doesn't really, it's not worth it, actually matters. I haven't designed a project, a project that has changed someone's life, yeah. that has helped someone's life, you know? Um, and I think that's changed my way. Like, I question myself when I do something for anything now. Like, why am I doing why it? Why am I doing yeah. it? You know, it's it, not art, it's for, it's is actually it, to because help Because our job consumer, is, exactly, yeah. as advertisers and as designers, is to sell products, but it's, it's also to... It's not just to sell products, it's to, it's to create, because to sell a product, you, you'll create it, you'll sell it for a day, right? We'll buy it once and then they may never come back again. Yeah. It's, you have to make that mean something to them. It has to be something they can't live without it, right? Yeah. You have to create that need that I need this. It's, it's, it solves, a, it makes my life better. It solves an issue that, you know. We call it like serve to sell, basically. Exactly. You're serving so, someone first so that you build that brand affinity so that then they want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and who better knows that when it's a parent? Because it's not just about putting a mom, it's about a parent. Because if it's a product that will make my life easier, that, that I can, um, um, I don't have to cook for hours, but I can create a really healthy meal in 10 minutes. Yeah. That is valuable for me, right? Yeah. If there's stuff that I can do, a service, I can get something online without having to, you know, all these things make my day easier. They make my, it means less work, yeah. less housework, less stuff that allows more time, valuable time for my child and my family, right? Yeah. So it's become about services to yeah. me. It's designing stuff that that um, actually matters actually to people. Matter, yeah. Exactly. And that is then where you question about, is, is this the right place for me? Does, yeah. it have, has, does that mean I need to move on to something else? Is it part of you know, yeah. So it's, it's things like that that change a lot. Because... Yeah. Um, um, you touched upon a lot of that yeah. in your article, didn't you? Which was like calling out to all Greek companies, yeah. mum, mums um, kick-ass. Um, it's an issue here. I know that it's a, it's become a big issue here in the UK. That um, and what the and what the mayor is trying to do here in London, especially in London, actually, life in London is really expensive, right? Rents are sky high. You, you need two people to work. Childcare is super. Childcare is as much as a two-bed apartment. It's, oh it's really expensive. I didn't know these things before. I even thought yeah. about having a child. Um, and how? So how have you coped with so that? So the thing is, childcare. I'll, I'll get to that. But yeah. like, so what the issue has brought is that as a result, because childcare is so expensive, a lot of moms can't go back to work because it's not worth it, right? To yeah. work for so many hours. So it's it's worth having one parent work. And struggling living in a sharing a room or whatever, I don't even know how they do it. Um, and having a mum raise a child for quite a few years, and it's an issue because that means they're out of work for four years, five years until they go to school, and then yeah. even when they go to school, because they have to school finishes at three, they're, they're thinking about they can't even get back into the industry that they were in originally. Yeah. And then they're thinking about all these part-time roles to kind of just make a bit of money but at the same time be available. So it's become a real issue because it means that women drop out yeah. and they never reach those higher ladders. And if there is no diversity in those top positions, things don't change, right? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's wonderful that the mayor is trying to change these things and trying to force companies to hire back women that have been you know, out of a company for a little while. For a little while. So that issue exists in Greece, where my hometown is, and I think one of the things that I have realised as a mum is my is my need to give back. Yeah. Because when I was on maternity, and I my, my whole family is in Greece, I don't have the grandparents around, I don't have a lot of help, so I have to do a lot of things on my own, and I've relied a lot on the internet, 
and on social groups like parenting groups here you yeah. find a lot of groups on whatsapp and crazy little groups and you rely on other mothers and stuff like that so i got a lot of valuable help from these groups right to make it through my uh, my lack of times. knowledge yeah. my lack of knowledge on how to raise a child and uh, to learn because i didn't have a mummy to teach me things so i learned from the community and um and there were some really brave moms that created these groups right um and I learned how important it is to give back yeah. um, and the need for me to give back also or be a voice for them. So I know this is a massive issue here in the UK but there are so many groups, there are so many like mom creatives in the industry groups yeah. that are finding back and that you can join and or they post roles there that are for companies that understand flexibility or are open to working moms. Um, there's a mayor here that's fighting for it. So there, there are lots of there's a support system here that's trying to make that change. Yeah. But there isn't one in my hometown in Greece. And it started off with my sister. My sister, she she had a career. Um, she was very well educated. She had her career. She had a child. Um, and then she, when she went back to work, it made it really difficult for her to work. So she decided to resign, thinking that she would be able to find another place. But it's been extremely difficult finding um, someone else to hire her or a company that gives her, um, they ask her things like to travel all the time or to work with late, which are things that she can't really do, right? Yeah. So um, it, she couldn't find work for a really long time and so then they decided, well, if I'm out of work, let's have a second baby, right? So she's had a second child too, which meant that she's been out of work now for a few years and as a result, She's kind of nervous. She needs to go back now because obviously her children are going to school now, yeah. and she's got to, she's got to move on in her life. She really wants to get back at it yeah. for her own self worth, right? Because sometimes you feel yeah, you, you need, need something to put your energy that, into, and you need that. You need your own thing so you can become you again, own, right? Yeah, yeah. And that extra money means a lot also to them as a as a growing family. Yeah. Um, but it's been really hard because they and her CV, she's been like years out of work, right? Right. So it initially started with writing an article to remind uh, Greek employers how valuable like, to invest in working mums uh, because of how valuable they are. Just because they are raising children, it doesn't mean they're second-class um, uh, employees. Mm -hmm. It's all because um, that's the mentality they feel that they're going to be absent, they're going to be full of excuses. You know, they're going to they'll be missing work a lot. Or their skill sets are like. Um, Updated, yeah. you know, there's this misconception about it. So it was first to write an article about um, how valuable like mums are, like, and to point out all these skills, these new skill sets that you yeah. that you have um, developed by becoming a parent. Um, but then it was, but then I realised when I was writing it that it was going to be Mother's Day soon. Yeah. So I thought, what better time to post that on Mother's Day? Yeah. So it became less about my sister, but more about the about mothers. Yeah. Exactly. So when I was, when I was, so I found um, it was a newspaper that decided to. Um, I I thought you know um, I was going to write it for myself on my blog and stuff, and I thought. Who knows? It might be someone that might want to post it. So I contacted a different newspapers. I thought, who, you know, one of them might want to. You know, I didn't really think, you know, more of it. Will they? Will they not? I wasn't worried about it. One did get in touch, and they said, "We'd love to post it for Mother's Day." And I thought that's brilliant because that means more people get to view yeah, it and stuff. Yeah. And it did. It had like four thousand seven hundred. The last time I checked, in two days, four thousand seven hundred views, which that's is brilliant. It's, it's pretty good. Um, so they asked me if I could translate it into Greek, they would post it, right? 
and they posted it. So then I thought, if they're going to post it and a lot of people are going to see it, then it only makes sense to actually create a group, like a forum, like a place yeah. for these. Because people are going to read it and say, that's a great idea, where can we go, right? So I decided to create this um, group called Hire and Mother. Yeah. Um, and the idea was that it would be a group. It's, it's got a group where it's open to everyone, which allows and mothers and employers and anyone who has ideas and suggestions to be able to... Um, to uh, to be able to, to enter this community, right? But it will also have like a private group, which is just for the mothers, where they can express their their issues. Yeah. If they're working moms, to be able to see what's happening at work, where there are other people in there they can discuss. Because yeah. part of working moms means that you meet different people, right? So I may have an issue. There may be a lawyer mom in the group that can, can, help, can help me advise and tell me what my rights are. There may be a mom who's in HR there who's hiring in her company that may be able to offer a job. So it was being able to get people that can address issues and then being able to get employers that are open-minded that can um, offer flexi work, that yeah. can offer remote work, working from home, that can be full-time, that can offer, you know, um, part-time work, that could be like for three months, a contract jobs, um, anything helps really, you know. Yeah. Um, just to feel like you've got that support there, I exactly. guess. Exactly, or even yeah. just if it's a support group where you go in there and you kind of release your, you know, your tension or your fear and stuff. But it was going to, it would, be, it would be about first um, empowering these women, right? So the idea was, first of all, empowering them, telling them that yes, you've been out for four years, but so what, you know? Um, come to me, and I will be trained. Like, what is it that you, what is it that you need to go back into work, right? Um, do you need a refreshing of these programs? You know, maybe there are people here that are willing to give you a few lessons, right? Yeah. Um, so is it re um, helping you retrain your certain skills? Is it just giving you that confidence? Is it re is it giving you like um, being able to like have a chat with you so that you are more confident when you go to that interview yeah. of how you know like a you know what you can answer? Um, so it's it was it started more with um, like um, uh, empowering them, right? Uh, to to find that to regain their confidence, right? To bring them back to um, to work after being extensive time out from the workplace, uh, and hopefully this is really new, right? So I'm hoping that this will grow to a big community, so that it has some um, shared ideas. It will bring recruiters. It will bring all that flexible opportunity that I want for these mothers, and hopefully from there they can solve that problem and come back and come back to working mm -hmm. with it will give them great confidence it, they will learn new things it's um, amazing that you've done that like um, and you've done that all on your own and it's new it's still yeah, small yeah, but, but it has the fact that you've done it is um, you know i didn't really think about it when i did i just first done it was i thought it would be a, a space for people for women uh, to come and talk about a group right to give support yeah but um i i've been actually quite amazed because it it because it's quite new in Greece, and I think it's something that someone had started. I have to, I've actually got a few employers that read the article and they came to me. They wrote back and they said, um, I'm a woman CEO, I founded my own company, I think your idea is fantastic, it's about empowering moms, and I'm working by myself, and I really want to, um, to have a chat with you and come up with ideas of how we can help also as, an, as a company, but yeah. also they have a lot more connections because when you also start up and you've created your own, as a founder you've created your own yeah. company and this company was actually quite big um they're like we know a lot of people also we and just on their own immediately start introducing me to other people oh, that yeah. were you know they're like you've got to talk to her she wants to do this you know you with other expertise because i 
for me this is very new, right? I don't know how to organise these things. I'm yeah, yeah. learning as I'm going, right? Yeah. But um, that's exciting. It's right? exciting. Yeah. And also my time is quite restrictive. I mean, I'm so into it. Like I'll go in because I'm excited about it. I'll go at night and I'll go online and I'll carry on because yeah. I'm motivated, right? But to do it right and to do it big, you need more people involved, right? So it's great that I'm getting people involved in this idea yeah. and who are helping out because I'm also not in Greece. So it's great to have people there yeah, also yeah, running on the ground. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm getting employers interested. I might be able to get HRs interested. They might be able to change their minds. So they might be able to hire within their company. They might be able to post jobs in my in my community. Yeah. Um, one of the girls also works on. She's got a job, but she also is on the board of TED Talks, which oh, is wow, an opportunity to be yeah. able to do like um, a talk. A talk, and then and then. All these things help, like maybe this talk might um, might actually convince and change another twenty minds. Because yeah, yeah. it's a, it's about mind changing, isn't it? It's about yeah. changing perceptions, of right? Um, so it's new doors, right? It's new opportunities and stuff. And I get to do it. I may have left Greece, and I may be here in England, and which is great experience for me. And I'm investing in this country, but it's great to be able to give back also to the country See, that I grew up in from, yeah. and I've come from, right? Yeah. So you should be very proud. Um, it's amazing. It's quite small. Like I don't feel I've accomplished enough yet. No, but to be it's honest, the but, fact that you, um, a lot of people, you know, but there is interest. Begin. So there the fact that you have yes. and the fact that you are getting traction already, exactly. there is interest. Shows what a positive. Because even if you help one person, I've changed exactly. You know what I mean? It's coming back to it's coming back to meaningful work yeah. and stuff, which is and what you're saying you want to do in your exactly. job. And so this is almost giving you. But that I'm outlet. like exactly. But yeah, I'm lucky well. to be, I'm lucky, first of all, to be in London, that despite the issues and stuff, there is that opportunity to learn. Like, so I went to some of these groups, right, and I've learned, I went to, like, these um, women talks and the... Like she says, where she we say, met, yeah. And you listen to these women that are so empowering, and they give you all these advice and tips, and then I use those to go give them to someone else, right? Yeah. So I've learned a lot from here. And I'm also lucky because I have a very good partner. Um, they are, there's this conception that when in the past in the years that um, it's the mums who raise the children, right? Yeah. But it's no longer about mums raising children. It's become a parenting thing. You do it together. Yeah. And there's a lot of dads now who want to be involved in the process. So you're sharing parenting, and it's really important. And I'm really lucky to have a very open-minded husband who shares. He shares the household duties, the chores, the childcare, and it allows me to be able to spend a couple of hours on myself, progressing myself. You know, doing some work sometimes late, yeah. working on my side projects. You know, yeah. um, and it's really important because I support him in his career, and I'll support him when he has to, like, you know do stuff for himself and it's great that he can support that for me because that is it's a lot of work yeah. parenting and that is an issue now because there's a lot more dads that want to be more involved it's only dads and um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of same sex couples now yeah. who are raising children so it's not it's not a it's um, not a gender thing it's not a gender yeah. thing right yeah. so they're generally men who need to stay home and um, take care of kids or you know yeah so because they want to as, because as they well have to because yeah. they're a parent yeah. right one of them has to stay behind while the other one goes back to work because one of them has to do the, the maternity yeah there are now lots of um, men have to take paternity leave yeah to raise their children, their children yeah. and stuff so it comes down to 
And this is what companies now have to realise that because it's become a society thing, the, um, the values of the values of family are still the same, right? But the way families are is what's changed, right? It's no longer the classic figure of mum and a dad and a dog, right? Yeah. It could be, you know, two women, it could be two two dads, it could be three, you know, you know yeah. the, the family structure has changed, but the values are the same. And this is what employers need to, because um, this is why they used to invest more in men and less in, let's say, women. That's what they have to open their eyes to. So it's come down to dads want to leave on time. They want to leave at 5.30. So they can, have, because they want to generally spend more time with their children. They don't want to go when the children are in bed anymore. No. They generally want to go back, like the you know Mad Men series and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they generally only want to go home and, and be part of the kids, their children's yeah. lives. Um, they Do you think men are feeling the pressure as well now. The men who dare to ask for paternity leave and who demand to leave at five thirty and stuff, I think they feel the same pressure. pressure yeah. Exactly, because they also want to do well yeah. and progress in the careers. But you feel like if you have to be the one who leaves at five thirty and not yeah. be the one who last in the office. So this is where it's changing because it's no longer about it's it's about delivering, right? Your work. It doesn't matter where you do it, right? Uh, well, again, it depends on the on, the, on your job, right? Because yeah. in jobs you have to be there. Um, it's not about. Um, it's about delivering your work. It's about being present, right? Yeah. But being present for your company doesn't necessarily mean being present in the office at there. Because yeah. people are in the office and they dream about going home or they're thinking about their lunch or they're too busy gossiping or browsing Facebook, yeah. right? Um, so it's being present at work, but you can do that anywhere with technology and yeah. and stuff. And when you're like focused, when you, when you know that you have to go pick up a child like at five thirty, yeah. you're more focused, get the job done on yeah. time, right? So there's no because you have to. There's be. no fluffing yeah. about, right? Um, it's and I was gonna say I kind of know these things down so no, I'm you're off, fine. Um, I just wanted to like touch upon what flexible working means because I think people don't understand what it means. I think some people think that flexible working means part time. It's not part time. Yeah. Um, only it that could be flexible. But, yeah, that could um, be a part of it, but it's not all exactly. of it. Yeah. Um, so first of all, what employers need to understand now is that um, flexible work isn't just it's not just moms who are seeking it now. It's also um, dads who are seeking it. Um, it's uh, retired individuals. It is uh, city high flyers. Like it's there's so many people who want to work in a different way. Yeah. Okay. And the new millennials that we keep on discussing, they're not like us. Where, well, like me at least, uh, where it meant so much to me to work for like a well-known agency and stay till one in the morning and two in the morning because I felt like I was in that company. Yeah. Today, millennials don't want to work so long. They don't see the value of working so long. They're like, they want to have a life. They want to have a life, right? They want to go off and have their life and they work for, they don't care if they work for a startup or for an, a company that's like 60 years old. It doesn't mean anything to them anymore. Yeah. So companies are losing talent because what I realized being on maternity took me a lot of years to realize it, and I had to have a child to realize it, is that um, by being out there, living my life, doing stuff, the experience that I get living my life is what I bring back to my work. Yeah. By being out there, doing stuff, trying things, you know, trying products, trying adventures, is, is opens my mind, right, my horizon. And then I go back to work and I have ideas. Yeah. Um, and this is broadens the spectrum of the ideas that exactly. you have and proactive exactly. projects exactly. which then could bring money into the company and I like that exactly. they don't, don't think about but I think 
because the other thing like um, I sometimes discuss with some people at work is the flexible hours thing isn't just for parents either someone Sorry. else's baby might be that they like doing up their car that exactly. might be their baby exactly. in inverted people, commas but, like but everyone is, has their thing and see people are more acceptable with um, I'm going to take a year out to travel like it's become like a trend right yeah. so they're like oh yeah he's taking a year out to travel that's cool yeah how excited yeah. but they're less understanding with the mum's taking a year out who's raising a human being who's going to be the next voter in the future and instead yeah. of investing in that mother who's raising that child who will vote tomorrow as president yeah. they're more excited to hire the person who they think has traveled the world and that year and that then will bring more value to the company yeah. so that's we, really interesting actually, if that's yeah. Quite, yeah, yeah so we when we go to these interviews right they want to see a person that's well rounded right so they want to see people that do hobbies, that are joggers, that run marathons, but they don't hire a mum. And you're thinking, wait a minute, what I have done the, the experience, yeah. is super high up yeah. than running a marathon. I'm not saying that running a marathon is not a challenge, right? But I run my daily marathon every day. <laughs> I, I have tried thousands of products over this last year, right? I have done so much more that is so valuable yeah. to a company than the guy who's run the marathon or the guy who went and saw five countries, for example. Yeah. I'm not saying that their experiences are any less, right? No, I'm but just trying, why should one be more the mentality, than the other? Exactly, yeah. The perception that that is more valuable. valuable and so we'll hire that person yeah. than the person who's actually a consumer, like a full, you know. Yeah, and has had to experience loads of products exactly. and Exactly, exactly. So um, it's changing mindsets. So it comes down to changing mindsets and creating that environment, that culture in the world. Yeah. Um, so if I was in, in the position to hire, like if I tomorrow as a director have to hire some of my team, I would look at those set values because I would look at that this person challenges herself every single day to be great at work, to be great at home, right? Um, which means she's very hard working. She's probably, or he, are very ambitious. Yeah. Because for you to be able to wake up in the morning, to go back to work and leave your child means you're super ambitious. Yeah. It means you genuinely want to be at that company. Yeah. Okay, so you're not just doing it for the sake of doing it. No, you're so doing obviously, it for the love of it. You love of it. Yeah. And also, because you're so motivated and you've got a family to take care of, chances are you want to invest in that place. You're not going there to just leave, right? Yeah. Um, so you are a great... Um, option because you're gonna you're also gonna invest in the company you're gonna stay there you're gonna help yeah, build, stuff. build it yeah. exactly so um, it means companies need to start rethinking the way they hire right so for example um, a research showed that uh, two-thirds of men actually consider flexible working an important factor when looking for a new job section of men now that are actually considering it, right? Um, so, and the increasing number of like innovative employers um, is changing the way they're hiring stuff uh, because they're losing talent, right? Yeah. So, um, being able to offer benefits, being able to offer flexible um, working, and flexible working, for example, um, I've like noted down what it means. It means like, could be compressed hours. It means like working trying to compress five days a week into four days a week so yeah. then you can have that extra day spending with your child. Yeah. You're still doing the same amount of hours, right? But it means but that... you're having to condense it so right you're doing eight hours, you, work, you might be doing for four days ten hours to cover yeah. the... 
you know, that's, that's an option, you know. You've only got to have a bank holiday, like, this week to realise that that's what it does to you, like. Exactly, but that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. Yeah. It's, um, so maybe it's compressing that. It could be maybe delaying your start date or maybe working a bit longer. So maybe, let's say, uh, what most of my parents do, they, um, they say, I will do the drop-off to yeah. nursery, so I'll go to work a bit an hour later, for example. Yeah. And then I'll say an hour later at work. Well, you will leave an hour earlier. So they've done. They've gone to work an hour earlier. So it means like um, you switch around when your exactly. hours are. Exactly. As long as it's that kind of thing, isn't it? Um, I'm trying to think where it was now. There was there's some country that allows you to basically as long as you do your eight hours. Exactly. You can do two hours in the morning. Two hours at two a.m. Exactly. in the morning, if you want to, you can do it any time exactly. you want, as long as you tick off your eight hours. And I mean, I'd enough. even argue that that's not necessary. You do whatever is necessary to get delivery. the job done exactly. and delivering it exactly. to the best of your ability, and at the time and, that they want it. Also, yeah, yeah, and sometimes that might take two hours, and another time that might take twelve hours. Exactly. But but you're committed to do, do it, it. And yeah. So, and for an for it's um, that give and take, isn't it? And for an understanding employer, you will. Do that extra, like when when, my, when I know that my employer is understanding, I won't think yeah, about that extra smart. hour that I will sit around, you know, which is also like it's not paid, right? It's like an extra, you know, that overtime that you do yeah. that you know it's not going to pay. I will do it for an employer that's understanding yeah. because it's a give and take or relationship. Or something you're passionate about. Exactly, yeah. it's a give and take relationship, and part of that give and take is I think we also need to on, on the other side. I understand employers sometimes because um, sometimes we take advantage of the system, right? Um, for flexible hours to work, it's based on trust a yeah. lot. Is that I am trusting you that you're working from home. I'm trusting that you're doing your hours. Yeah. It's easy to check it because you're online, you're organizing video calls, yeah. um, you're filling out time. Like it's easy to kind of track it if you really yeah. want. But I'm trusting you, so I expect you to, you know, to, to show me that That's, yeah. that result. Yeah. There are people that have taken advantage of their trust, you know. But there's always going to be there that always human is. nature. They kind of ruin it exactly, for the other exactly. people. So they? it's a give and take thing. I think we all have to work to make it work. Um, so because yeah. you were saying that you do, um, you do four days, don't you? At the moment, I'm doing four days. Um, uh, because I felt he was quite young to. Because he's a lot of hours there, and as a mom, I want to be present. I don't want to miss out on all his new yeah. milestones, on his first words, on his first. It's a lot of stuff you miss, yeah. right? So I thought that if he did four days a week of work and daycare, um, I at least get three days. Yeah. Because I also felt um, I want him to learn his second language. I want him to learn my language, yeah. my mother tongue also. So if he's all day somewhere else learning yeah. English, he'll never listen to his mother you know so I thought maybe I could split it and it's been great because I on this Friday that I don't work I get to do all this stuff with him I get to go to places and it brought it's also brought us again my um Horizon. Because I spend my days in museums and um, and parks with and other mums with knowledge. And I'm talking and, yeah. to, to other mums who are using other products, exactly. And so I am out there doing stuff, trying new things for me also and that for my you normally child. Would have never have done. Yeah. I've been to places here in London I never knew existed. Yeah. I'm only discovering now because I have a child, right? Yeah. Um, and I have to find ways to entertain him, or I have to find ways, to, things that come up that I need to take him to specialists and to yeah. doctors and things like I would have never done before. So with him, I am learning stuff, I'm trying new things. And this one day for me is very educational. Yeah. 
um, and I get to do it on a Friday, which is quieter, right? Yeah. And I bring all this knowledge back to my work again. So again, it's valuable, and they, yeah. they have to understand that. And how was it when you asked for that? What, at what point did you well, ask for that four days? Was it I before your maternity, after your so maternity? So that's the thing again. It comes down to educating our our businesses, um, our, the businesses and our leaders, right? Yeah. And about setting examples because if you have a, they said to me, we'll try six months and see. Because I asked for a year initially, and they said no. They said three months, and then maybe we'll try and do a temporary another three months, but maximum six months. Because we have to see as a business if this works for us or not. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, but the truth is, this six months isn't very easy to do either. Because I mean, I'm taking these this extra day isn't given, right? Yeah. This extra day is coming out of my holiday. Right. Or it means a salary reduction, right? Oh wow. Okay. So, so it's one of the two. For the moment, I'm using my holidays. I don't go on holidays, so that I can take that day for as long as I can, right? Does that so, not mean that you won't have any solid holiday? Well, well, let's say, I don't know, if you have 20 holidays, yeah. let's say you have 20 days, it's, right? It's up to you how you want to use it, right? So you could say, I will use 10 days to go on holidays yeah. somewhere yeah. if you want to take a break. It's up to you. Or, and then I'll take the rather 10 days as every Friday. So I can spend at least the next um, two months yeah. with my baby, right? So it's up to you what you want to do, right? You shouldn't have to do that. In theory, not, right? But that's how it works at the moment, in, yeah. at least in my company. So uh, I'm using my holidays to be able to spend that extra Friday. Yeah. And the irony is, though, that is, a lot of people don't understand that in the company. I think a lot of people assume in my company that I've been given that day. Yeah. So which makes them a bit less understanding sometimes at work. Do you find um, people are a little bit bitter in a funny kind um, of way? Or? Well, I don't know if they're bitter, but sometimes when I've mentioned that I've used my holidays to do that, they're like, yeah. oh my God, really? Yeah. I don't think they realise nice. it. I think they're yeah. shocked. Like, yeah. you know, like when I just told you that I got yeah, a yeah. salary cut or I got that to be able to do this. It's, yeah. So it's a sacrifice. It's not just a given. It's yeah. not a given. So I'm not giving that day. I'm making a sacrifice. I'm sacrificing my holiday or I'm sacrificing my salary to be able to spend that day with my child. Yeah. So that's where the sacrifice comes it's in. It's quite interesting because obviously I've heard of like pay cuts mm. and stuff, but I've never heard of using the holiday. But it almost makes you think if you're smart enough when you go for a job, what you should be trying to do Maybe negotiate is, your is negotiate your holiday as or high as possible. Or negotiate your salary as high as possible. It comes down to the So that it comes, comes down, down to, to what you really want exactly. when you decide to have a child. Exactly. Or, like, Which I would have loved to have known earlier, yeah. to be honest. But that's, like, it's good to have but this conversation because it's a smart it's thing good to think it's, forward. That's yeah. what, so exactly. Like, for instance, in your next job. Exactly. Or, and this is what comes down to the smart employers today, the, the more innovative yeah. employers, because they know that to attract talent, they need to consider these things. Yeah. So they need to consider longer holidays. They need, there's some companies that give infinite holidays. Yeah. I don't know how that works. But then a lot of people don't end up taking it you because they've got it. that option. But exactly. Yeah. But they take as much as they can because I'm worried because things when my child is sick, right? I need to have enough holidays to be able to stay home with that child until he becomes well. Because if yeah. I put my company my child is sick, we'll say, okay, sure, go home, right? But that absence comes out of my holiday. That's and it, oh. and it makes it, it makes it, it's it's worrying because you, kids are unpredictable. I, not on wood, I don't I don't know how many times he's been sick this year. Yeah. I mean, I have enough holidays to cover that. That's so that, like you just don't even think of those things, no, do you? Exactly. Because like I find it shocking. For instance, yeah, I know yeah. I know people that um, don't get sick pay for themselves, let alone to think. 
you'd obviously don't get sick pay for someone else. You're, you're looking, looking after, after your child exactly. that's sick. Like, exactly. really, there should be a regulation there exactly. in terms of. Because I'm really shocked that, for instance, your own sick pay, legally, as a legal requirement, you don't have to do it. Exactly. And I'm just like, it's ridiculous. How does that work? I mean, we're humans, we've got to get sick. sick. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and there's another thing also, for example, at the moment, because he's in daycare, because he's young, my daycare, and, and like some other daycares, and which is a big issue, um, it doesn't, cl- it only closes on bank holidays, right? It doesn't close on, um, uh, like other places where it closes for the term, school terms, right? right yeah. So, which means the parents have to worry about what they're going to do with their children. In school holidays. On, on holidays. Christmas, they close for two weeks, or I don't know how long yeah. it is. Summer, they're, they're closed to school for a month and a half. What company is going to let you go away for a month and a half? Like, you have to worry yeah. about who's going to look after my child for a month and a half during the summer break. Yeah. You don't have enough days to cover that, yeah. right? Um, even if you share it with your... And I don't even know what single parents do, right? So, um, so these are these are issues. So that's why being able to work from home, you yeah. still get to do the work, but you get to look after your child during the summer break, yeah. right? Being able to say that I can work, I'll work half a day in the morning, and then take care of my child till my husband comes back, and then and I'll then, work in the evening. And then I'll work in the evening. I mean, being able to work around the schedule allows you to be able to be involved in school life and the and the holidays but still deliver and still work and be part of a working yeah. community. Um, so so if you could give like new parents going advice. back to a, like one piece of advice, what would you... I think I would first give two. Like on, I, on a personal level, yeah. I would say... Um, on a personal level, I'd say give yourself a break. I think you, uh, as parents, we... Especially when you're new parents and you don't know how things work and stuff, we are stressed about being, we trying to be like um, superheroes, right? We trying to be super moms and uh, super employers, right? Employees. Um, so, and you're trying to do everything of both worlds and stuff. And the truth is, is um, don't, don't try to be good at everything. Uh, trying to focus on what matters. Like, um, I was super worried about, I was trying to focus about having everything in the house done. Because I used to be like really... Um, where it's a clean house, yeah. everything in order. And yeah. You can't have everything in order when you have a child, right? Um, I mean, I can't even do it without a child. Exactly. So <laughs> exactly. You have to learn to a bit. You have to learn to, to let some things let go. some things go. Exactly. Like focus on things that really matter. So, so what if my shirt is an iron? You know, this time round. Um, so what if the house is a bit dirty? Or, or it's about learning to ask for help, right? child's not going to remember if your house was clean. A child's going to remember that time that you played together. Yeah. So that is really valuable. And you don't want to miss out on all the stuff. So, and then as a work thing is, I think is, don't assume that people understand or know what it's like to be in your shoes. Yeah. I think sometimes it's, um, sometimes we don't want to mention that we have kids because we don't want them to know to take a certain perception. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, but sometimes they just don't understand. And if you tell them, then they genuinely want to help you and they genuinely understand yeah. what you're going through and they want to make it also easy for you. Yeah. So I think you should voice your opinion. If it doesn't work out, then you know that's not the place for you to be. And then that's a good thing because then you can find someone that does. And that's yeah. someone that does. So it's, it's a win-win, I think. Um, if not, then they will, when they understand what your struggles are, they might, and they care about you, they will find a way to work around you yeah. and to sort something out. That they really better. want to. Exactly. Do it. Yeah. They, they can do it. Yeah. Um, should, we do, should we do a quick fire? Yes.
and then we can you can actually drink your wine bless you <laughs> thank you very much I'm not much. giving you like a break at all have I no sorry no you're ahead absolutely it's been great so um, how often do you get home for dinner um, I I do pickups right so I make sure that I'm home in time I go pick up my child and I'm there every day and I think because I've got less time now with my family yeah. um, I make sure that me, my husband and my child are together we eat it's that, it's that one hour where we talk about our day yeah. and for me that's very valuable so we, we try to both make it on time that's brilliant that's really good um, since becoming a mum I oh since um I've become a lot more open-minded. I've become a lot more understanding, a lot more caring. I, I, I don't judge anyone anymore because I, I have no idea where they've come from and how their day has been. So I think that empathy level has just gone off. Skyrocketed. Yeah, skyrocketed. <laughs> I'm happiest when? Um, I'm happy. I, I think I'm happiest... That's a hard one because I'm really happy with my child and I'm because I'm experiencing new things through his eyes every day. But I've I've also appreciated being back at work and being me again. So I think I because I feel valuable. I feel valuable in both words. Like I feel that I'm doing something very important by being at home with my child. Like there's something really important there. I'm raising a human and it's something I'm proud of. Um, but I'm also very productive. I think I'm happiest and I feel like I'm, u- I'm useful well, yeah. and I matter and productive and both things give you that because I think there's such a misconception exactly. that you have to be one or the other you have to label yourself exactly. I'm a career person or I'm just I'm a, a mum and there's judgement on different mums there's judgement on mums stay at home mums on the working mums yeah. they're not doing a good job and that is quite unfair because it's okay to be you it's okay to still enjoy to becoming a mum doesn't mean that you have to stop enjoying things or sacrificing yeah. things it's just finding a way to do both right yeah. um, so it's really important of understanding those moms who still want to be themselves who still want to be productive at work and give back so I am happy at the moment because I can get to be a mom and experience that I can be me in work and I've got a wonderful husband that allows me to do other stuff outside both worlds and stuff and I'm happy because I feel um, fulfilled as in um, in the whole world kind of thing yeah I feel complete Um, being successful means being successful means at the end is being able to go to bed closing my eyes and feeling that I've had a productive day and I'm happy and I don't have regrets that I haven't done something that I regret. Uh, there are, there have been times where I've sacrificed a few things and I've regretted it afterwards. Okay. Um, yes. What so in terms of your work? Well, for example, in terms of like some time. Well, I wanted to be flexible at work, um, so I decided to give up my one Friday that I was to be with my baby. Um, and thank goodness my husband was on holiday to look after my baby, and I went into work to help on a deadline. And I did that for work, and because I wanted them to also feel that I'm committed and I'm there. And I think my company appreciated it, but I know the client didn't. So that now, when I went to bed, I thought, I came home and my husband said, oh, you missed this, he did this today, you know, he said this. And I felt, I missed this milestone for a client that didn't appreciate it. Yeah. And I thought that if I ever did that again, it has to be worth it. 
So most days I do go to bed happy and full. It's hard though, isn't it? Because you don't. That client could have been really appreciative, and then you might have been like, oh, you know what? You win some, you lose some. Exactly. Exactly. But But as long as you're okay with it and you can still sleep at night, you're at peace with it. That that matters. So it's going to bed and being able to sleep. (laughs) Easy. Easy. Um, The biggest change I'd like to see in the industry is. I do want to see, I also do want to see more women leaders and if not more women leaders, I want to see, even if they're men, I want to see um, real role models because you can be a guy leader, right? But I want you to, um, if you're, for example, if you are a creative director, right, and you don't leave at 5.30, you don't set that example. Because yeah. if you're the last one to leave the office, then you kind of enforce that on everyone, right? And so it shows that it's not possible. It's almost exactly. it makes it like it's not possible oh, to yeah. do it, or you shouldn't do it. Or, or you yeah. have to choose family over stuff. Because you're a dad, right, at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So I like to see real mo- role models. People that leave at 5.30 to spend time with their family. People that are not afraid to talk about their family at work. People, People that are just that human and real, I guess. Human and real. People that get to do stuff. Exactly. I like to see it when my boss gets to work from home. Because he sets an example that it's possible to do it, you know? Yeah. So if he doesn't do it, then... The board and top can't doesn't believe that the rest can do it, right? Yeah. So I want to see people that set examples to living more yeah. and working less, but in the sense, you know, like you live more, but you work more productively rather than more hours. Than yeah. more hours, exactly. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Oh my god, this has been, this has been brilliant. You've Thank been absolutely you. Thank you very much. amazing. Um, Thank you. I hope you find all these things. So that was another Pro Mum podcast. The music is called Good Morning and credit goes to the composer Audio Binger. If you would like to be on the Pro Mum podcast or know someone who would, you can get in touch at the Pro Mum website.